0: back for another school year. It's never too early to start planning for the fall dance, so let's make sure we get our votes in for the theme by the end of this week. Also this afternoon, the Retro Club will be meeting to discuss Back to the Future. So make sure you don't lose track of time while you're there.
1: That was lame.
0: Shut up, butthead.
2: Welcome to the Retro Club, we're your host, Megan.
0: And John Sugar Tits.
2: And school's back. It is. For real, for real this time.
0: (laughs) Gotta go back. Wham. Back (laughs) wham. Back to school. We should have greased too. We should have.
2: It's okay. You screwed up. We, we, this is a joint thing. (laughs) Anyway, what's going on this week? I know right before we came over uh, to record, to get this done, your daughter was feeding you <laughs> stale Cheeto-like stuff.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, nasty.
2: And you were enjoying it.
0: <laughs> Anything to make her laugh, make her happy, man. I love, love that little shit.
2: She was so excited to give you that soggy Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're just, mm full. Can't eat another bite, huh?
0: Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Meg.
2: She sticks her grubby hands in my mouth all the time.
0: I guess She's just She's very sharing We'll just say that Okay Very Not a selfish child
2: Alright What else is going on? What, what happened this week?
0: Uh To stick to the theme Of what we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. Someone Uh Just randomly When I was Uh Out and about Started mm-hmm. telling me a story About my dad From way back when
2: Have it, Did you ever heard it before?
0: No And it's a lot like I care And why is something Okay First off so my mom's been gone for about three years. Yeah. Why are all these brave bitches coming out of nowhere and telling me about how they dated my dad before my mom? Because like she's not I care. here
2: now to to piece right. them.
0: <laughs> yeah, serving them up extra crispy. I guess. <laughs> oh my god, is that what they said? Yes. This woman, I just, I never met her before in my life. Told me she dated, uh, told me that she dated my dad before she dated my mom, and I was like, okay, what? Why do I care? What? And I got uh, rude with her and I was like, I was like, so what?
2: What a we? Okay, whatever.
0: I was like, "He don't want you. He he didn't want you then. He doesn't want you now. Yeah. He's content.
2: Right. It's too, I, it's with too the
0: I even did the, the, uh, the hand wave back thing.
2: It's a little too little. It's a little too late.
0: <laughs> Pat Benatar. Who was just in our who time? was
2: just in terror? Oh, That's right.
0: But ah. we couldn't go because we were doing a really exclusive interview.
2: Yes, which we'll talk about uh, towards the end of the episode. We won't yes. do it just yet.
0: Uh, can I also talk about someone else that's very near and dear to my heart?
2: I Yeah, Jerry yeah, sure. Gary
0: Busey. What? He's been in so many movies from my childhood, and it's so awful to see him falling down this path of <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> He's so crazy. I watched somebody survive Busey. Mm-hmm. I got to hear the Busey cocaine off a of dog story. Mm-hmm ever since his motorcycle he's been a totally different human being
2: cocaine off a dog
0: yeah he spilled his cocaine on his dog and didn't want to go get some more so he just did cocaine off the dog
2: oh that's sad i know <laughs> jesus
0: <sighs> literally blew the dog
2: oh no anyway no don't say No, that. have you seen
0: have you seen the new video of him going around
2: no my guy's I,
0: trying to get like uh info out of him about something he's like buttered sausage and he won't stop saying that <laughs> yes no. can we talk about butter sausage
1: oh okay oh is that your
0: jam is that your jam gary i don't like jam I like honey oh my and god and a kiss on the lips is yeah, this I, real yes
2: oh jesus sausage. yikes yeah okay well let me tell you a funny story how about that absolutely all right so where i work i come across a lot of names and uh this this one name i just couldn't i couldn't help it it stuck with me i had i had to call john on the spot and tell him because i was distraught over this name this guy's name and i'm not kidding this is his legal name is johnny knuckles
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was like is he a member of the mob
2: the first thing okay look because we watch a lot of Disney in our house lately um <laughs> one movie we have frequented is Zoo, um Zootopia I almost said Zoolander
0: <laughs> yeah we have not watched Zoolander
2: is <laughs> Zootopia and there's like these little um shrews and yeah. they're in the mafia and that's all I My could picture is, is the little shrew going ice <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is funny that you even brought this up because you remember early in the day we were uh Bored at work, and we were looking for something fun to do. Mm-hmm. So we just started, this one woman came in, and she had this really awkward name. Uh-huh. And from there, we were looking up, uh, one of the girls had a generator for uh, stripper names.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And one of the girls' names uh, that generated was, like, Roxy Whip. I was like, that sounds like a top-notch female.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, Roxy Whip.
2: Would you say a Bottom, bottom, bottom.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not a prostitute.
2: I well, I thought that's where we were going. No,
0: no stripper. Just a stripper. You okay. shouldn't do that. You shouldn't no. do that. You're. Trying it's a to,
2: slippery slope. I don't. How know. do you know that? I don't know that. I'm just saying stuff, and now I feel like look, sex work is real work, guys. I'm not downplaying strippers. Okay, <laughs>
0: sex work is real work.
2: It is. There are some people who choose that as a it's profession. Just, it's
0: just how you said it.
2: Put it on a t-shirt.
0: Yeah, hater. <laughs>
2: What? Okay, let's move past this. I feel like I'm digging a hole. All right, here. the last
0: thing I want to talk about, which also has to deal with a lot of what we are covering today, is Mortal Kombat 1, which has this brand new storyline. The video game is actually called Mortal Kombat 1. Okay. It's a completely new story. But the game looks phenomenal.
2: You said we're covering it a lot today?
0: It has to do with time.
2: Oh, oh okay, okay. Well, I didn't know where we were going. I was like, there's the like past." a couple fight scenes.
0: <laughs> Rewriting the future. Okay. Anyway, I hope everybody gets the chance to really check out Mortal Kombat 1. Oh, also Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game, too. It's doing great. Got a really good review.
2: Oh. uh, For PC, or is it... uh, All platforms. Oh. Is it stylized like um, the Friday the 13th game, or is it different?
0: It's by the same creator. Okay. uh, Wes, um, shoot. I forgot his last name. I don't want to disrespect him. He's a really cool guy online. Mm Mm-hmm. He's actually been nice to me online. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect him. because I, I, I was I, I've talked to that guy since uh, the alpha stages of Friday the 13th, the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So <laughs> seeing this game, I can't compare that. I don't want to compare the two. And I definitely don't want to do a douchey thing by comparing it to Dead by Daylight. It's its own entity.
2: Well, that's, I was just going to ask, is it survivors versus killer?
0: Obviously. Yeah. Okay.
2: That's. Well, I didn't know if it was like uh, just you or if it's... Uh, I don't I don't know. Anyway. I don't
0: think it'll fail like uh, Evil Dead the game. I think this one will be fine.
2: I didn't know Evil Dead had a game.
0: Exactly. See? <laughs> okay.
2: When that come out?
0: I think just this past year. Ooh.
2: Yikes. All right. Boom, boom, boom. Speaking of the past, let's get back... To when this movie was released, I don't know. I, I had something and it was dumb. Oh. Okay, so Back to the Future, we're covering part you, one.
0: You could have, you could have said you gotta go back in time because I mean that's also Huey Lewis. Gotta go
2: back in time, Danny, Danny, Danny. All right, this movie. Wah, wah, oh wah. God,
0: i have a lot of horn in it for no reason.
2: Wee wee weenie. <laughs> <laughs> stop it stop it okay. okay so this movie was released july 3rd 1985 and there is someone riding around on a freaking moped or something <laughs> so I'm like,
0: hey it could be the delorean it's just got a busted muffler that does or something. not
2: sound like it's gonna get up to 88 <laughs> <laughs> okay so if you keep hearing wee in the background that's what that is <laughs> okay july 3rd
0: 1985 oh, we, we, we.
2: no it was oh. to no one's surprise the number one movie that year
0: uh, 1985 arguably Every time I look up anything It's like Considered the greatest year of movies
2: Oh yeah Because This movie It opened up in One Our Greatest
0: year four movies
2: 1,341 theaters That is a heck of a lot of theaters Yeah and compared to
0: the last movie we did That's mm-hmm. over Double
2: I don't remember what the last I don't want to say this is more than triple Maybe quadruple Caddyshack Didn't quad, uh, uh, Caddyshack only open in like Maybe it was 600 theaters yeah, like 600. You're right Yeah okay Anyway, so this was kind of weird. When we were looking up the top 10 movies in theaters on the, at that time, it only listed six, which mm-hmm. was silly.
0: It, it's crazy because, I mean, Beverly Hills Cop and all that was getting ready to come out too.
2: Yeah, it, it didn't make any sense. So instead, I kind of went, I had to broaden the scope a little bit and I looked up movies that month of July.
0: Yeah. Which, oh, for the top 10? It never lost its spot.
2: Yeah, even though it came out the beginning of July, it still ended as the number one movie, followed by Cocoon, still hanging out which there. Which
0: is crazy, because for most of that month, uh, Rambo First Blood Part Two was the second. It
2: was up there, yeah. And then Pale Rider, which I'm not familiar with.
0: It's a cowboy movie. I, um, Shoot, I forgot his name. Red-headed guy, I believe is in it. No, 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 I think that's actually a Clint Eastwood movie. I'm sorry.
2: That sounds right. All right, number four was Rambo First Blood Part 2, followed by Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome.
0: The worst Mad Max movie. I'm just, I'm saying it.
2: Is it the second?
0: No, it's the third. Okay. It's the dirty 30. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That movie is awful. Once it gets to the, that's what I I argue about. Some movies uh, are ruined by kids. That's one of the examples. Mm. Tina Turner couldn't save it. Oh. And she was, all she needed was a hero. Oh, I forgot she was. We in that.
2: don't need another hero. Coming in at number six <laughs> is Saint Elmo's Fire. There's some
0: banger soundtracks on here. Can we talk about that?
2: In Saint Elmo's Fire, or just in the list in general?
0: Yeah, just this list in general has some really good music.
2: All right, number seven was E.T. the extraterrestrial.
0: Yeah, uh, it went back to theaters. Good Lord, isn't that crazy?
2: Mm-hmm. Number eight, one of our faves, the My Goonies. Favorite. The Goonies. Love Goonies. Number nine, Why Are You Still Here? National Lampoon's <laughs> European Vacation. <laughs> just
0: They're still looking for Big Ben. Parliament.
2: <laughs> and number 10 was The Emerald Forest, which I've also not seen. Mm, for
0: 1980... Well, this isn't all of 1985. This is just that month. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I can't place this movie. I don't know. And Let's see. July?
2: Yeah. Oh, I... <sighs> I mean, you were still drooling, diapery mess. No, 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 no. <laughs> but,
0: Obviously, okay. I've looked this year up, Megan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Temple of Doom, I'm trying to think of when Temple Doom came out, because that movie cleaned up at theaters, Ooh, too.
2: I don't know if I still have the list pulled up. I could tell you who was on there, but... Um, That's okay. I'm not going to. He was Big <laughs>
0: Adventures also somewhere in here.
2: Yeah, it, yeah. I remember seeing some of the movies, and I was like, dang, what a stacked year. I know it. All right, Okay. Moving on with Back to the Future, Mm -hmm. let's talk about ratings and numbers. This movie was rated PG, which
0: parental guidance.
2: Yeah, I just maybe PG thirteen.
0: Well, also you got to think like in 1985, it's probably for the liquor and stuff. You can blow people up, you just can't talk about sex. Also, there's like kind of an incest thing going on.
2: There is, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think PG is too low. I think maybe you should bump it up just a little bit. There's some violence in it. There's a handful of cursing in it. I mean, I guess that's really it.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's perfect. PG's fine. Oh, yeah, whatever.
2: All right, it is categorized as an adventure sci-fi comedy.
0: Very much so. That's Couldn't you put fantasy in there?
2: I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess, on the no, tail end. Maybe
0: not, maybe not, because, I mean, no, I was going to say something about the mom, but... <laughs>
2: Oh no, no. Oh my God. This movie has a runtime longer than normal than we've kind of stuck with. It hits at an hour and 56 minutes, Mm. which it it is longer than some, most of the movies we've covered, but it kind of needs that entire hour and 56 minutes.
0: Honestly, yeah. There's I, not I, really
2: a downtime at, to this movie,
0: and also you have to explain so many things in this movie. It's crazy. You wanna know something? I don't mm-hmm. even. I didn't even have to look up trivia. I'm gonna use trivia that I have that I know a lot of people may not may not know.
2: Oh, that's that's a, how
0: much I love this movie.
2: That's a bold. And I got movie. hated
0: on today by Josh and Matt. I'm calling both of you out. What? I wanted. I want to say the MF thing. I should have done it, motherfucker. Oh god. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> no like well i can't even get i can't blame matt matt forgive me
2: i saw their comment on yes yeah, see Voldemort.
0: josh is the one that said it and he knows that's a lie
2: <laughs> god oh, let's talk about the synopsis of this movie shall we <clears throat> it and, oh my god i I, know, I, I right? got one word out and i couldn't even <laughs> say <it. clears throat> all right no gross. i shouldn't have been able to
0: make it sound that good man i wasn't have. trying I'm, a, I'm slowly dying. My nails are getting longer as we speak.
2: I heard the funniest thing the other day. Someone said, I'm not going to say who they were talking about, but they said they got one foot in the grave and the other foot on a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. They said he is gently alive right now. Like this dude is just breathing on death's door.
0: Yeah. I'm afraid of that one back pop where I don't get up. <laughs> okay.
2: banana feel okay synopsis of this movie in this 1980s sci-fi classic small town california teen marty mcfly is thrown back into the 50s when an experiment by his eccentric scientist friend doc brown goes awry traveling through time in a modified delorean car marty encounters young versions of his parents and must make sure that they fall in love or he'll cease to exist even more dauntingly, Marty has to return to his own time and save the life of Doc Brown. That's, that's not that movie. bad. No, that's, that's actually not really, not really good.
0: good. Man, this is that was really good.
2: Oh, son of a bee. Okay, I lost some of my stuff. I'll get it, though. Bay. It's okay. It happened again. Some of my stuff got erased. All right, that's okay. We'll, we'll make it work. We'll make it happen. So Stop the button- trying to
0: type when I type. <clears throat> we wouldn't have this problem.
2: The budget for this movie was nineteen million dollars. That's pretty hefty. Uh, that's pretty hefty budget on most of the movies we've covered.
0: Um, honestly, that's I guess the bulk of that is the special effects.
2: Oh yeah, special Plus, effects. Let me
0: let me throw this out there too. Dean Kundys involved in this, and I've talked about him in the past. Uh huh. Probably the greatest greatest cinematographer ever in Hollywood. I'll yeah, just say, say it. I'm saying it.
2: Okay. Well, this movie made its money back i mean we said it was undoubtedly the number one movie not just for the month but for the year it's because it grossed 389 million million dollars in the box
0: office that's crazy that
2: is a lot of money you know we
0: uh, we've forgotten to do we forgot to do the calculator
2: oh to what that would be today (laughs) we've
0: not done that for a bit
2: uh i don't know i'm gonna say that hits over a billion
0: yeah everybody double that sure triple that you can double
2: it Okay, so this is where I lost some of my my info, but that's okay. We're gonna roll with no it. No problem. Our cast, first and foremost, we have Michael J. Fox, which he's been in Teen
0: Wolf. I which love Teen Wolf.
2: I just realized we've not covered Teen Wolf.
0: We're going to. But sometime. we haven't yet. I know. Okay. Well, Stop uh, giving spoil. I gave the spoiler. Don't just you be, mad, did. be mad at yourself.
2: Okay. Um, and he also made it big in TV. Let's not forget Family Ties. Mm-hmm um he was in doc hollywood i love
0: doc hollywood Uh, that's one of my favorite like romantic comedies yeah good movie
2: and then alongside him we have christopher lloyd who is
0: we're not mentioning the frighteners josh
2: (laughs) christopher lloyd is getting old he is looking pretty rough were you
0: not impressed though by his body of work
2: Oh my God! So many movies. Who framed Roger Rabbit? The Adams Family. Dennis the Menace. He was in Clue, which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies. Like, and he got his
0: start. his big break was in Taxi, the TV show Taxi, which mm-hmm. also had a insanely good cast.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Leah
0: Thompson, not so much. <laughs>
2: Leah Thompson's not in this one though. Who's not? Le- yes, she is. I'm um, so. I was thinking of. Oh uh, my God, who
0: plays Jennifer? oh my girl from uh kid wow i'm totally blanked
2: on it doesn't matter anyway yes elizabeth shoe megan elizabeth shoe
0: thank you yeah
2: shoe police okay so next we have leah thompson who does play marty's mother Mm -hmm. (laughs) she yeah she is in howard the duck love Mm -hmm. howard
0: the duck i know a lot of people shit on howard the duck Mm -hmm. howard the duck's one of those movies like if you grew up with it you love it for life
2: She's also in Red Dawn. Okay. I think I, love Red Dawn. I, I think I have to watch Red Dawn now. I've never seen it. And there's just so many people in it. We keep coming across this dang movie. Anyway. Uh,
0: you forgot Jaws 3D. She was in Jaws 3D.
2: She was also in Some Kind of Wonderful.
0: She, she was in Some some Kind of Wonderful. That's a good movie.
2: Thank you. No, like I got, I I got a spoiler about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, alongside her is Crispin Glover, who plays the dad, George.
0: Love Crispin Glover. He nuts, but he's he's all right. His body works kind of weird too.
2: It's kind of spotty. He was in the Charlie's Angels franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also in River's Edge with Keanu. Um, Friday Wh- the
0: Thirteenth Part Four, the final chapter.
2: Yeah, he's also in Willard. I don't even know what that is. It looks weird. The,
0: the rap movie.
2: Yeah, I, I know that. I just I'd never seen
0: it. Oh, it's a remake.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, Thomas F. Wilson who plays biff
0: i love tom wilson he is a fun fun person too
2: he's been in quite a bit of stuff too i didn't realize he was in freaks and geeks
0: yeah he's the uh gym teacher
2: he does a lot of tv show stuff like he's involved with spongebob he's he like, got typecast i think he's the my leg guy <laughs> SpongeBob. my leg My leg. i think he's that guy
0: also uh he was in april fool's day that's one yes. the, that's one of the most underrated horror movies there is also i mean that is a if you're going to show a kid a horror movie at a young age Mm -hmm. that one's safe
2: Uh uh-huh um he was also in the heat with friggin' melissa mccarthy and uh, oh
0: yeah he's the captain that they just down talked down to the whole time
2: Mm -hmm. and there's one last person that i'm going to cover and only because the character the character goes on I know she why. does not continue to play the character but it's claudia wells who plays jennifer
0: oh that's who you're gonna say
2: yeah who do you think i was gonna say the principal
0: no who? even though the principal has been in amityville and I, uh, top gun yeah i know uh but no i thought you were gonna say billy zane i you thought about it he was
2: gonna be my honorable mention billy zane's in there <laughs> and you already know who he is please yes. i have a child
0: <laughs> yes, yes 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 titanic titanic we'll okay. just forget that he was ever the phantom
2: yeah. What? Who's that? Who is he? Okay. All right. So Claudia Welch. Oh my she, gosh. Claudia Welch. I'm
0: kicking you off this podcast.
2: Played Jennifer in the first Back to the Future movie, and truthfully, anything beyond that, she's in a lot of. She's in a handful of Starship movies. Um, like, it's like a franchise, I guess. I don't even it. know.
0: Like, I don't even know. I don't even know what Starship is, yo.
2: Oh, okay. She's been in like two or three Starship movies: Starship Apocalypse and Starship Rising.
0: When were those released?
2: 14 and 14.
0: <laughs> Man, Megan, you are just killing me here. You got to get.
2: <laughs> she was also an Alien Armageddon. Alien Armageddon. That came out in 2011. It looks like Cowboys and Aliens. I don't know. The battle for Los Angeles continued is what it says. Whatever. Oh my anyway.
0: gosh. Just skip what you're talking Claudia about. Claudia
2: didn't have a lot of work, but we have to mention her because she plays Jennifer and Jennifer does become a pivotal character in the movie, Yeah, but the it was better when it
0: was Elizabeth Shue.
2: Okay, but you I mean, to... she
0: was pretty as, as Jennifer, though. She was a good pick. I mean, she just mm-hmm. didn't stick it out.
2: James Tolkien's the principal. And believe it or not, mm-hmm. this dude is still alive at 92 years old. Yeah. Still going.
0: <laughs> probably, he probably still does every, like, a little bit of work every now and then, too.
2: Yeah, and his body of work is uh, pretty intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we
0: said, he was in Amityville mm-hmm. as the corner
2: yeah he was in Robo Warriors unfamiliar with that he was in Cobra the TV show
0: oh I don't remember the TV show I definitely remember him being in Top Gun mm-hmm. since Tom Cruise to Top Gun
2: okay I think that's enough cast though yeah that's fine are we ready for some scenes
0: I think we are who's starting
2: you know what I've talked a lot
0: you have you talk a lot
2: huh <laughs> hmm. interesting
0: So I think I'll start. Do not do not do the petty drink at me.
2: I did the petty drink. (laughs) Oh, one day I'll have to...
0: You stole that from me, by the way.
2: The petty drink, y'all, please.
0: You didn't watch Bad Girls Club. I did.
2: You guys are going to see the petty drink one day. I can't wait.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we have so many things to tell these people about at the end of this.
2: At the end, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so my first scene... Was, uh, honestly, I went with the beginning. Okay. Kind of rare for me, but I think uh, that scene with the clocks and every freaking movie in the 80s somehow had uh, like a mechanics thing where it did like a bunch of stuff.
2: Yeah. Why was that a thing? We talked about that. Like Pee-wee's Big Adventure had Mm -hmm. it. Um, Gremlins. Gremlins has it where the dad's an inventor and makes all these crazy. Yeah. Why was that Honey and Shrunk the Kid. There's
0: all kinds of movies like that.
2: I don't understand why that was... Are there are there people somewhere in the u.s tell us if you live with an eccentric inventor
0: i yeah but this i'd mo- love to hear it this movie was or this part of the movie was really just about getting to know people mm-hmm. so you have all these clocks that are going off i kind of got why there were so many clocks and the dog food because Marty the plugs movie in.
2: is about time
0: yeah okay <laughs> it's also about the plutonium that's a big part of it because remember the case mm-hmm. there you go Meg okay but this is probably I probably like this scene most because Marty uh is testing out his guitar Ooh, on this yeah. brand new amplifier that Doc just uh finished
2: There's the, there goes the DeLorean <laughs> <laughs> still trying to get up to 88 yeah. it's not mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen Quit trying back to make it happen.
0: Anyway, Crossover. <laughs> Marty turns this speaker up so high like you can actually hear hear all the vibration no, wah, wah, and the wah, wah, yes, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and then he hits that freaking chord with a metal tip pick. Mm-hmm. That would have stopped his heart.
2: He would actually be dead, or at least incredibly deaf.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how he was able to just be like, rock and
2: roll, right.
0: <laughs> Movie magic.
2: Our bodies aren't that... You're never that young. Come on. (laughs) No.
0: I don't know. I don't know. We've seen some kids do some pretty insane things and walk away from it. If I did that now, I'm pretty sure I'm in a home.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My turn?
0: Yep. Going to need 24-hour care.
2: Okay. So, my My first scene that I'm going to go with is when Marty... Gets back in time. He's in the 1950s. And the scene's just so funny. It's so silly and it's so short. But it's when he... It's not really short, I guess. But he goes to find Doc Brown and goes to his house. And Doc is really, like, he's way out there in the 50s. If you That was, was the scene I the meant 80s. to
0: add. Yeah. Shit.
2: <laughs> okay. So he gets there and he's like, no, no, don't tell me why you're here. And he's trying to guess and he's using this. <laughs> he puts this thing on his head and then sticks a, like to his forehead <laughs>
0: like it looked like a giant version of one of those uh, you ever have a pop gun that had the suckers on it oh yeah that's what it looked like
2: and he's trying to guess why he's there. he's like you're you're going you're, you came from a long distance and <laughs> anyway he finally he keeps saying stuff wrong like you're We're here to sell me coast guard
0: me. observation <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so he tells him he's like i am from 1985 <laughs> i've come back to the future in a time machine that you built." and he gets like this look on his face like you think he's about to be stunned at the fact that he's created a time machine but do you this, know what this means do you know what this means this I mean, damn thing this doesn't, doesn't work <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's one of the, that, that scene needs to be like turned into a gif soon because that is perfect for every situation
2: like of all the things he's gonna get mad or like <laughs> react to because you he just said i came back in time from a time machine that you built and he's just mad that his mind reader doesn't (laughs) work it means this damn thing doesn't work (laughs)
0: wearing the it looks like a raiden hat
2: yeah it was funny (laughs) but yeah that's my first scene
0: no that's a good one i like that thank you my uh second scene is probably one of the more awkward scenes oh it's where uh marty is trying to catch up to his dad okay so uh shoot i forgot his dad's name george george escape it escaped me i'm sorry
2: george and doesn't, george is, Jody uh, doesn't like george that's all you think <laughs>
0: <of>. <laughs> i know so uh george is climbing up a tree with a pair of binoculars and uh, it so happens he's looking in through lorraine's window and yeah. then marty marty gets this brand new perspective on his parents and he's like he's a peeping tom
2: yeah and dad's a perv
0: yeah and then what happens His dad starts to almost fall out of the tree because, you know, he's getting a little bit too excited up there. Yeah. And it just so happens a car's driving down the road. Marty sees his dad getting ready to fall to the road, pushes him out of the way. And guess who gets struck? Yeah. Marty. And he bumped his head so hard.
2: Yeah, and his dad just takes off. Like, doesn't even check to make sure he's okay. He just doesn't (laughs) want to get caught looking into that. That
0: window. He did. He ran right to his bike and everything. Mm. And just he pedaled off.
2: My God, his dad was capable of some some scary stuff.
0: At least back then.
2: I think (laughs) he was still perv.
0: He was still perv. Look until
2: until he touched a boob. I think he calmed down after he got some boob. You know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He got to see a, a a twin set. Yeah. And change his life.
2: Up close and personal. Are they just writing in circles
0: <laughs> well i mean marty had to go understand. quite around got to get away from the, the bands.
2: oh god
0: we've dropped more movie references in this episode so far than we've ever done
2: uh, yeah okay so my second scene unless if you had more i'm sorry no go ahead okay my second scene is uh so marty is trying to help his dad uh, win Lorraine over because Lorraine has Florence Nightingale syndrome bad and she is super into her son that she doesn't realize is her son which is problematic but whatever <laughs> and um, yeah okay I, I'm, I'll I'll talk about it uh, he, you
0: know the Florence Nightingale thing I, I was going to get into that from my scene but like
2: yeah so he's trying to tell George he's given him this this plan that he's come up with this grand plan to win Lorraine over but part of that plan is seducing his mom and i'm like really marty that's the only only thing you could come up with there was no other plan except for well george that it's you know girls get angry when you you know you make a move on him and he's like oh my god i'm like marty this is a weird way to get to like second base with your mom i don't know what you're trying to do but it is and um
0: they made sure to put michael j fox in the underwear scene in that scene too
2: oh yeah and like pink underwear or something i don't
0: remember i don't know they're maybe maybe, I, maybe I it's a little lighting. or something
2: but it is funny when he's telling besides the fact that marty's only good plan is to make a move on his mom and george is going to come save the day is that when he's telling george what he should say you should come up to the door and say get your hands off her and he's like do i really have to swear and He's like, yes, <laughs> yes yes god george. damn it swear yes. <laughs>
0: I know the frustration I I would have been out of out of it I've been like George you gotta do it
2: I did I don't know I just that that scene puzzles me I just I feel like Marty could have tried a little bit harder to find a way to get George and Lorraine together without um coming on to his mom
0: I think it was just a hero mode thing
2: was it because it seemed like he maybe just wanted to see what it was like I, I think know.
0: you are really putting a lot more onto that I than, there never is, than there should be
2: I've never What's looked that at... What's say about you? I have never looked at younger pictures of my parents and went, Hey cute. Yeah, see, like... <laughs> I've never done that.
0: Yeah, and I don't think Marty did either. I think Marty was trying to do his best to get it. <gasps> he his,
2: had to bite his tongue. He he almost said she was hot. He's like, you're so ha ha, ha. And, like, couldn't say it because he realized, oh, my God, I almost said my mom's hot.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... Come on, John. Get Let's get out of this, Megan. You are just brewing this... <laughs> What are you doing? Uh,
2: I, I I, didn't write it. I'm just saying what I saw. I'm
0: so mad. I can't. <laughs> anyway, let's go this to my scene. over the end. Yes.
2: <laughs> go ahead.
0: All right. My third scene mm-hmm. really quenches my thirst.
2: Third scene? This should be your second scene.
0: Second? I already did my second scene. This is
2: your third scene.
0: <laughs> yeah. See? See? You've done this episode already? <laughs>
2: okay.
0: So... I love sci-fi and horror. Uh, the scene where Marty first gets into the DeLorean and uh, takes off and gets that thing up to 88 and it just automatically splits him into the time. Uh-huh. Uh, when he's driving through the field uh, to Twin P- to the actual real Twin Pines farm mm-hmm. and he crashes into the barn. That's one of my favorite scenes.
2: Or he takes the tree down.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and they come at him with the shotgun and the mm-hmm. kid's reading the magazine and Marty's wearing the exact same suit. That's a really fun scene because it just feels like all those old 50s uh, sci-fi films. It uh, does. It's shot to look that way too.
2: To me, the first time I saw it, I feel like it's been so long since the first time I saw it. But I kind of had this feeling that it almost gave it the wrong type of precedence because it was on a farm. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be like farmy and i just burped <laughs> <laughs> that was Yeah, odd. you were speaking
0: then i don't know what happened <laughs> like happens. a frog over there
2: excuse me uh no i i just thought excuse it was gonna be <laughs> i knew like i understand he went back to the 50s but mm-hmm. when i saw they were on a farm i was like oh maybe it's not gonna be i don't know then he then he goes to the city and he so i was like okay we changed our tune good 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 because <laughs> i was expecting it to go a different direction
0: Yeah, I love when he gets shot at with the shotgun, and he just falls through the door. (laughs) Yeah. And the guy hits it with another blast. So, Marty just just books it out. He's he's lucky he didn't hit the family. Yeah. Because then it's a whole whole different movie. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's just taking off talking about how it's a dream and all that. No, that was definitely my third scene.
2: Okay. Well, my third scene is um the dance scene when george actually stands up to biff so they uh uh it's the plan the plan is being played out and the plan but it goes awry because marty is taken by biff's gang because biff opens the door and and he thinks it's going to be george and it's not and so marty's like ah crap and they end up dragging marty away and oh so
0: the hero scene
2: yeah, but the, George is the hero, not Marty.
0: Duh! That's what this whole thing was supposed to be about. So I just. But debunked Marty was
2: still thing. wanting to at least see. He does not.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! You are the you are the devil, man.
2: I didn't write it. <sighs> okay, well, so don't
0: try to rewrite it.
2: <laughs> Let me. Can I finish? Can I finish? Maybe. Okay, Go so ahead. there. Are, marty is drug away biff gets in the car with lorraine and then george shows up and you think he's going to be like he's gonna back down
0: he's gonna piss out yeah
2: and he realizes you know what no it doesn't matter if it's marty it doesn't matter who's in that car he realizes <laughs> i feel like he may have had a better chance of i have to talk over the freaking thing Are See, you, even
1: yeah. this, i like, think he's
2: up to 50 now <laughs> 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 he uh <laughs> wee, wee, wee. I truly think Marty, no, not Marty. George would have wussed out if it were Marty cuz he would have known that Lorraine wasn't actually in trouble.
0: Oh well, yeah, they had that planned out.
2: Yeah, but I don't know if George would have been able to go through with it as um organically if it were Marty cuz then he would it would sound scripted, but because it was Biff, he he realized Lorraine was actually in danger and being assaulted and he's like no, I've I have to stand it. Like I can't just let this happen. You know, this isn't just some bullying incident. He's a- almost assaulting her in the car. If he hadn't already.
0: Yeah, you know, Biff was getting really handsy, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, I mean, she was crying in the car and stuff. Who knows? Could have put his hand up her dress or mm. down her dress or whatever.
0: He did tell uh, George to beat it too.
2: Yeah, he told him to close the door. You didn't see nothing.
0: Yeah. So He did. Yeah. S- he slugged that dude, too. Spun him, he hit him so hard.
2: George finally stood up and did what was right, and mm-hmm. it landed in the girl. Lorraine couldn't be bothered with Marty because now she- Marty was just the cute boy that her dad hid. This is, you know, a protector in her yeah, eyes. Yeah, like
0: you said, it was the Florence Nightingale effect. It's wanting to take care of somebody, so then they end up falling in love with that person because they're taking care of them. But in this well, instance George is the one that yeah, takes so care of her. Yeah, so he's taking
2: care of her. But yeah, that's my third scene. Good scene. Thanks. It's
0: not going to be better than this one. Okay. I went right into the enchantment uh, under the sea dance. Ooh. I really like the look of it. Uh mm-hmm. plus we get that random version of Johnny B good.
2: Oh, uh, mhm.
0: With Marty where he just starts ripping on the guitar, and what, then he why? just will not stop.
2: He wants to be a rock star so bad. Mm-hmm.
0: Earth Angel. I love that song. I know. Though.
2: That's such a good song.
0: That, and it just happens to be related to, uh, it's your cousin.
2: Uh-huh. Marvin, Marvin Barry. Barry.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> his cousin was Chuck Berry. hmm The obvious writer of Johnny Be Good."
2: You know that new sound you're looking for?
0: <laughs> well, listen to this. <laughs> no, this is a this is a fun scene. You have this kind of thing where Marty's fading into uh, nothingness. Mm-hmm. So everything hinges on this kiss that has to happen with George and Lorraine. And George still kind of gets kind of standoffish about stuff. A guy cuts in on Lorraine and says, beat at McFly. Who
2: looks like Scott Farkas, and I stand by that.
0: Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I still think he's one of the kids from uh, Children of the Corn, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) But you know, then you get this another hero moment where George comes back, and then Marty pops right back up, Goes right back into playing.
2: That scene kind of annoyed me because, like, he was able to stand up to Biff, but then he's gonna let this pizza face redhead come in between him and
0: Lorraine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sometimes (laughs) some people like redheads.
2: He was that intimidated by that kid. Come I don't even think
0: it was that. I think it was him still not being sure of himself. Then all of a sudden he was. He realized what he did, and then he. Realized oh yeah, he was I knocked sure out himself. Biff. <laughs> yeah, it's a great scene.
2: It's not bad. It's not a bad scene.
0: No, it's a great scene. Well, I made it number two.
2: My fourth scene. Mm-hmm. I went with uh, when he is trying to send when doc is trying to send marty back to the future back to 1985 that whole scene is so dang stressful because everything that can go wrong is going wrong so marty can't get the car to start doc hooks up the the wire and it unplugs from the clock tower so then he has to climb the top clock tower and then he has to ride it down.
0: it's like i totally read this wrong when i saw it on on your thing i thought, I saw you, were talking, confused look. I thought you were talking about the model it's not up to scale. No. So I was like, what? No, I was like, actually, it's not a bad scene. When no. he makes the fire and Doc's like, oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we no. laugh at that every time. Just the amount of stress that this scene induces is insane. Like, I And the thing is, I've seen this movie so many times. Oh, but-
0: man, where Doc has to hang from the
2: yeah every time i see every time i see this scene and then he has to lift his leg up to get the thi- <laughs> and i'm like oh my god i could never uh yeah it's just so much stress and one scene and then you don't know i mean they have one chance of this and then that's it they have no idea so marty has to hit it exactly when the lightning strikes and he gets it plugged in just as the lightning strike oh. how'd that not <sighs> kill doc he sh- again physics M-
0: movie magic <laughs> yeah he plugs it in right when the bolt hits. Yeah, when it sh-
2: shoots through. Honestly, if you look at the timing of it, he wasn't quite plugged in when the electric electricity happened. So, he was actually like the conduit sending the electricity. Oh, so. that adds
0: to the story. I mean, that was just... Doc was his saving grace.
2: That was just the the planning was just off by a second, but it was also the 80s, you see. Yes,
0: and Marty was Doc's saving grace.
2: huh <laughs> oh. That's my fourth
0: scene. (laughs) It's a good scene. All right. My number one scene, Uh, probably the most memorable scene from the movie. Mm -hmm. It's the chase where Marty uh, takes up for George in the cafe. And then Lorraine's like, what a dreamboat. And then Biff and his Uh gang are chasing Marty around. Marty sees a kid on a, like, like, I guess you'd call it a, a handmade scooter. Yeah. And he just rips the top off it and rides it like a skateboard. Mm Mm-hmm. And Biff's gang just tries to chase him and literally kill him.
1: Yeah. Like, this is what
0: gets, like, lost in this. Like, Like, Biff is is actually trying to kill him. Yeah. Then Marty scoots himself up, gets on the hood, and runs down it. And then what happens? Biff (laughs) crashes right into a manure truck.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh. That was a good scene. Manure man. Manure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: that's probably the best scene of the movie. And uh, I think it established Biff too.
2: Yeah. That's true. As the the ultimate villain. Like mm-hmm. he he wants to get at everybody now.
0: Yes, cuz this the Biff kind of turns during this scene too. We get that son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, no, great scene. That's what I'm going with my first
2: my last scene. See, you do it backwards. I to me, you do it backwards from how I do it. But my last scene, number my fifth one. scene, number one, whatever. He's almost there. I think he's gonna hit eighty-eight by the time we finish. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be, it's gonna be perfect timing. Okay, so my <laughs> fifth scene, number one scene, is going to be the very end. Only because I mean, I may not have experienced this magic in real time, but I can only imagine when people were in the theaters, and him and Jennifer come out, they see the truck they he's he cannot believe what he's come back to you know what his his being back in 1950 his presence did to the future was all good things he's like oh my god this is perfect I I have everything I can want my parents are cool I have this cool <laughs> truck I have this hot girlfriend still somehow it didn't interfere with his meeting of uh Jennifer um with
0: his sex waxing cars
2: yeah and then when him and Jennifer are about to kiss doc shows back up in the delorean and he's like we have to go back and marty says where back, back to, the to the future and i can only imagine what it was like in theaters to see that for the first time oh you when know? the
0: car took off in the sky and he's
2: like we don't have you got back up we don't have enough room to get to 88
0: roads Oregon, we're going we don't need roads
2: i bet that was so cool
1: mm-hmm
0: i i Honestly, like that led into my favorite movie in the franchise. I love the second one. I can't believe oh, yeah. We've covered that one.
2: Yeah. Uh well, and I mean that means that they had a trilogy written out before they even knew if this movie was going to make it or not. Which it is took, scary. It took
0: some time, but they finally got it together.
2: Yeah, I mean it'd be scary if it was a flop. I can't I, I don't know how it could have oh, flopped.
0: This movie wasn't going to flop. It had Steven Spielberg's name behind it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Oh, I don't even think I said who the director was. Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. Produced
0: by Steven Spielberg who was supposed to originally direct.
2: Yeah. but That's my fifth and final scene. I think that's a good one.
0: No, that's a great one. I love it. you made that your last. An honorable mention though, I think we do got to mention some of the silly stuff that happens. The dinner scene around the table
1: uh, where you get to meet the, Oh, in the past and well, the 50s.
0: Technically the grandparents and the aunts and uncles. Yeah. Uh, there's this recurring thing where they're making a joke about how they have a Family member named Joey that's in prison. They mm-hmm. call him Uncle Gerald Bird Joey. And literally in his crib, he d- hates coming out of his crib.
2: Yeah, they're like, oh, we just leave him in there, otherwise he yeah. cries.
0: Get used to these bars, kid. <laughs> yeah. It's that, really.
2: Oh, and it's got our favorite guy in this scene. Whatever. Oh. Roll. Oh, it's got that yeah. kid. Yeah. We're I a, should. Wearing a the Coonskin cap. Yeah.
0: Coonskin cap. Yeah. (laughs) You ready for the trivia? I am. All right. So, as most people might know, this was supposed to be the second time that Leah Thompson got paired with a totally different Marty.
2: Okay. What Uh, do you mean?
0: It was the original Marty for this movie, and there was a lot of footage uh, shot for this was Eric Stoltz. Mm Mm-hmm. But Eric Stoltz tried to make the character really dark and just not fun, and people were not having fun with him on set. So, mm-hmm. uh, Steven Spielberg, Robert Zemeckis, Bob Gale, and a few others previewed the movie, and they were so mad that they uh, wanted all the pressings that they'd just seen destroyed, and they wanted someone to recast for Marty right away. The only problem is, uh, they originally, from the jump, wanted Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. but with family ties it was really hard to get him yeah because his contract back then was stupid mm-hmm. like they would only give him so much time off to do anything and he was just uh filming teen wolf and finished it uh-huh and slowly coming from teen wolf had to go right into getting his contract uh kind of restructured mm-hmm. so he could do this movie and he only had, I think, like like sixteen days to do Back to the Future, all his scenes.
2: So, did they not? Did they just write the characters' dialogue and then said, "Okay, you put like an attitude towards him, and that's what Eric came up with"? Or
0: Eric didn't read the movie as a comedy; he read it solely as a tragedy. Like what? he grew his nails really long for the movie. Ew! Uh, he no. wanted his hair to be really greasy looking.
2: Something about a man with long fingernails. Because he
0: plays guitar is why he did that?
2: Oh, so he picked the one aspect of Marty and ran mm-hmm. with it. That's
0: he just like people on set were like really put off by him because he was he was trying to be a he was doing everything as a method actor. Uh, Call me Marty, stuff like that. Except for Leah Thompson, you know, he's trying to trying to hook up with Leah Thompson. <laughs> Ugh, aren't this we is, all? This is, and he <laughs> got this movie and she got this movie because they had previously worked on. Um, oh my gosh. What's the name of the movie? It's a really good one.
1: It's a wildlife.
0: Oh, okay. So they had chemistry coming from this movie into that movie. So that's why this, they were cast for this. So people had to get used to Michael J. Fox really fast. Like, uh, Christopher Floyd talked about how it was really hard getting right back into the, character doc brown because he had to do kind of rethink how he acted it Uh uh-huh but he got to redo it and parts he thought he was really bad in he liked that he got to redo them
2: well that's good i mean i guess if you do sit there with some guilt and you're like man i wish i would have done this different Mm -hmm. perfect chance
0: (laughs) right so you get the second chance plus one thing that gets lost is michael j fox didn't have to try hard to play a young kid because he literally was just doing that from teen wolf yeah so it was like the perfect storm that could have happened to him, and right. then Team wolf got released after this movie based off the popularity of this movie huh. crazy isn't it yeah there's one person that really had a hard time with Eric Stoltz on set too mm-hmm. Tom Wilson he was like the I nicest you guy say that he's like the nicest guy on earth in real life everybody uh-huh. talks about how much he how fun he is to work with uh-huh and Eric was just being overly physical in scenes and Tom Wilson's a pretty big dude. Right. He's like, if you don't stop, we're going to have a problem and I'm going to have to start method acting. Yeah. And luckily the scene got ended and they fired Eric, like I guess a day or so later. So he never got to reshoot with him, but he had it coming.
2: Dang. Yeah. I just knew you were going to say him for some reason. Like he's such a nice guy. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Crispin Glover had a lot of problems with things that they did on set. He didn't like the mo- The basis of the movie was based around... Uh, he thought the movie should be that the ending was love is the true uh, overcoming factor. Mm-hmm. Marty's love for his family and the love that the mom and dad share. Uh-huh. Uh, he didn't like that they became so uppity and stuff at the end. They had uh-huh. all this fancy stuff. He thought the love should have been the message and that the family high was stronger so that's that's why he got fired and wasn't allowed for any of the sequels
2: well did he not i guess he may not have known what the other two movies had to hold because that's kind of what the it rounds out to at the end of the trilogy but the first movie i mean every time he goes back in time he makes a change that affects the future so it's like that was just one right time travel incident you know
0: i think it it was like a Crispin Glover's like this guy that's stuck on a big kick about how propaganda rules Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And that the whole thing about the movie was making sponsors happy. Because obviously mm-hmm. there's a lot of sponsors in the movie. Burger King, which Pepsi, we pointed out yeah. a ton. Yeah. Pepsi, very good example. Mm-hmm. And there was another big one we, you pointed out. I can't remember what it was. Was it a candy?
2: Because
0: uh, they kept featuring the uh, sign for it.
2: Oh, I don't know.
0: Oh, man. Well, it'll come to us sometime.
2: You got food in the episode. Oh, Dang up. it. <laughs> I,
0: I didn't mean to.
2: I, did, did you?
0: I didn't. Okay. I wasn't even thinking about it. You're the one that points that out.
2: <gasps> I did not. Well, I pointed out that you pointed out.
0: Anyway. No. Um, there's this long running thing where uh, Bob Gale said that this movie won't get remade as long as he's alive. Robert Zemeckis has uh, backed him on that, mm-hmm. and they're doing everything they can to make sure that the rights only stay with their family. Spielberg's backed him up on that, too. Uh, and Steven Spielberg paid uh, tribute to this because he helped uh, finalize the script that went to uh, shooting. Mm-hmm. This movie got turned down 44 times. What? It rode through the 70s, and people did not think this movie could work until Steven Spielberg helped rewrite some things in the script. He said that they could not do the time machine because it made no sense. It was stupid. That's why he made fun of it in, Indiana, in the Indiana Jones movie I told you about that's awful. Uh-huh. Uh, the time machine was supposed to be a fridge.
2: Yeah, you'd said that. That's weird. And he's
0: like, you need to just make it something simple that people can get behind. The DeLorean. The DeLorean was what, I, what, what it was. It was the other uh, thing that was getting backed for the movie. hmm And John DeLorean uh, thanked all the people... From the movie for making his car uh, immortalized. Oh, yeah. So he gave uh, a, a certain amount of them to them,
2: oh. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Anything a, else?
0: Yeah, there's so much cool trivia about this movie. So much fun, fun trivia. Hmm. Um, Tom Wilson also said that he doesn't believe, and he knows for a fact they didn't reshoot a lot of the scenes, but they are doing so much to make sure Eric Stoltz doesn't get paid for anything about the movie that they did everything they could not to let him uh, do anything. They tried so hard, but everything's in HD now. Yeah. And once they did the Blu-ray set and they put that footage in there, people are going to keep rewatching watching stuff and pausing it with perfect clarity. Yeah. So.
2: Oh, yeah, because we pointed that out with Doc Brown and the principal when it's in, Eighty-five. You can tell mm-hmm. they had some type of tape or glue on their skin to make them to look make a lot older. Older, yeah, <laughs> to have like wrinkles and stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. You were the one that fir- that first pointed that out
2: because you could see the clear stopping point on the principal's neck where mm-hmm. they didn't go all the way around. They just stopped it like at the hairline. Yeah, like <laughs> they did, like they
0: didn't realize how to do it because he was bald.
2: Well, and they're probably like, well, no one's gonna, you know, the back of his neck. Yeah, no one's gonna see that. Eighty-five.
0: Yeah, it's like who's gonna watch this? It's, Perfect clarity. I mean what what's home video? Yeah. So this it's is almost back like when a... like VHS was like two hundred dollars <laughs> if you wanted to rent one.
2: Well and and betamax. Then like a a tiny little trivia is one of your scenes you talked about, the mm-hmm. Twin Pine Farms when the car comes running through and mm. knocks one of the the trees over. So in the beginning of the movie the mall that they meet at is the Twin Pines Mall. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, because he knocked one of those trees down Hmm. in the beginning, it's called Lone Pine Mall.
0: That's true. Mm -hmm.
2: It's a little Easter egg in there.
0: That's nice, Megan. Good for you. Thank you all. All right. So I think that's all my trivia. Are we ready to get into uh, ranking this B?
2: Let's do it.
0: Rewatchability. Five. I can't say it enough. Doesn't matter when, doesn't matter where, I can put this movie on.
2: Yeah, I agree. I'll give it a five. Okay. Solid. <laughs> yeah, because I
0: mean, you can show this to anybody, and they're always up for watching it. Yeah. Remember when we were just like talking about movies to watch, and I just happened to mention it with like your mom and dad. Mm-hmm. We watched Back to the Future.
2: I prefer to watch it in like the summertime.
0: You know, I actually think I prefer to watch it like right when fall, falls coming. Yeah. I I like right now when we're watching it. I think is the perfect time coming right out of uh well maybe more like august is when i think i'm yeah. I, i'm my favorite time to watch it
2: even though it's like face melting outside but whatever
0: yes. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing a life preserver
2: yeah uh okay so the next thing we're gonna rate it on is the legacy of this movie
0: <sighs> this by itself is diamond because this movie is never going away
2: it's a five, yeah. There's, it's a five. This movie is parodied, referenced, re, like just...
0: Has its own version of a, like a Comic-Con. Yeah. Like Back to the Future has its own... It's damn near its own religion. Yeah. People get married to the theme and all kinds of stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's the theme.
0: Back yeah. in time? No, uh, the <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah, because you remember we watched this really fun documentary where the like this couple mm-hmm. walked down to uh, the theme from Back to the Future, and they actually had Biff do the uh, the ceremony. Tom Wilson
2: officiate, oh,
0: which Uh-oh. I thought was amazing. I thought that was really cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's solid five for sure. Yeah, all the way around. And then the last thing we're gonna rate it on is the look and feel of the movie. Um,
0: Easily. Uh, look at this movie <laughs> entirely 80s but the 50s scenes look so 50s they
2: do it's what the funny thing and of course <laughs>
0: we didn't even mention the uh tryout the pinheads
2: oh yeah with huey true. lewis
0: that's another good scene
2: yeah and i Fred, you're just too darn loud huey lewis is one, the guy who says that line. yeah mm-hmm. that's another little trivia thing mm-hmm. there you go um it's funny because the stuff, the 80s is very 80s, the 50s is very 50s. But once it gets to the futuristic stuff, oh we can't my talk God. about that yet. <laughs> it's, I know, I know. We can't know. talk about that yet. You get to see the car when it's in the future, and you're like, that'd be cool if we had cars that you could just throw tra- like compost style, and that's what charged the cars and ran them. That would be excellent. I'm down for that. Figure yeah, that out, would have been car really companies. Nice. Yeah,
0: nice. Instead of having to get plutonium.
2: Yeah, just a little plutonium, whatever. <laughs> Uh, But still, no, the look and feel of it, the music is iconic. Very. Uh,
0: Power of Love is a really good song. mm -hmm. It was number one, too. Let's point that out. It was a number one hit for Huey Lewis.
2: Yeah, it's going to get a five.
0: It's going to get a five. So this movie is going to get...
2: Diamond (laughs) rating. Wink. wink. Diamonds, diamonds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds.
2: Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, this is
0: a diamond movie. Mm -hmm. It's joining. It's going to be so fun when we uh, come back to visit all the movies that we've ranked. And -hmm. I think we only had one that was like actual piss, (laughs) like just awful. (laughs) So, I'm still mad that I even let you pick.
2: I didn't. Well, thanks, guys, for hanging out on this episode. Uh, What are
0: the diamond movies we've done?
2: Pee Wee's Big Adventure and Grease, I think, are the only other two. Uh, There may be a. We're going to have to go back and look. No, I don't think so. Okay, we're gonna have to go back. I think there's only three. Oh, maybe we gotta four. go back. Ooh, gotta get back in time. <laughs> wee wee. <laughs> wee, wee. <laughs> Gotta get back in time. Okay, how does that
0: song not have a freaking harmonica on it?
2: But real talk, I don't know. It has sexy sax though. Wee wee,
0: wee, wee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Real talk. Before we head out, mm-hmm. um, we do have a couple of things to Announce
0: and discuss, sort of, we'll or a little bit
2: hint at mm, maybe, perhaps. First of all, we have mentioned a couple of times uh, the last few episodes that our Patreon is live, mm-hmm. and we have our first Patreon donor. I don't know why. I said oh yeah, that. can I mention him? Go for.
0: Thank you, Matt. It is
2: our good friend Matt, who is uh, an avid listener, from what I've heard. Yeah.
0: he gives me uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of good feedback.
2: Oh, yeah, we appreciate definitely the criticism, uh, what could be improved on and stuff. I feel like it definitely helps as long as you say it nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it's, um, it's You got to welcome people with open arms, you know what I mean? Like, especially from all the stuff we want to do outside of it. Like, mm-hmm. there's another podcast coming from me. Megan does another podcast. Yeah, um, all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah, plus we're starting to move into video
2: Yes. Uh, And before we touch on that, before I get away from Patreon, I will say uh, we have an update. If you guys are listening on Spotify, Mm -hmm. you have an easier way to get access to our Patreon because I know I mentioned it before, but I guess some people are having trouble finding our Patreon, especially through the app. It was really weird.
0: Patreon's new uh, process is really weird. I've had people actually look it up in front of me Mm -hmm. and it's not pulling anything up.
2: Yeah, the app doesn't, but I can find us just fine on the full website. Yeah, It's so weird. But if you are a Spotify user, you have an even easier way to get to our Patreon if you are interested in donating. On Spotify,
0: Um, iTunes.
2: It's just Spotify.
0: Oh, iTunes isn't up yet. No, That's my I, fault.
2: no, no, no. It only links to Spotify. It's Patreon oh, and Spotify have partnered up and you actually, if you check us out, if you haven't noticed already up at the tippy top of our Spotify page, there's a banner that says click here for exclusive subscription episodes and, or, you know, subscription content that you can pay for. And you can see it. You can get, uh, if you're interested and you're like, well, I want to donate, but I'm not sure what they're gonna talk about you know is this something i really want to pay for if i don't start mentioning things
0: to me for our any of our episodes on that we can take uh i actually had people say they want to mention things to us they'd like us to talk about so
2: yeah that's fine and but if you're if you're interested in donating but you're not sure what you're getting into you're like am i even gonna like what they're posting what if i'm paying for something i don't want to see or want to hear then you can check out uh in spotify click on that banner and it will show you our episode titles Mm -hmm. and give you descriptions and that way you know what you're going to be paying for before you do it so it's a it's really nice this is a newer thing that spotify has and patreon have uh collabed on together so i'm really thankful for
0: that another thing is uh we've started doing a lot more stuff from the new space so it's going to be a lot easier to do way more content and start planning other things. Like Oh we yeah. talked about merchandise and stuff like that.
2: We're working on our recording space, which is almost done. Uh, we're hoping to start working on it on this next episode. Well, two episodes from now.
0: Yeah, because the next episode's pretty...
2: Yeah, we're not going to have a, um, a sneak peek for you at the end of this episode nope. because our... Fifth episode, uh, next week is our fifth Wednesday, which normally we do, we have a new segment that we haven't even, we've only got to do it one time because there's not a lot of fifth Wednesdays, but it's back to the future. That's going to be put on pause Mm -hmm. because we have a special episode coming next week.
0: Yeah. We're actually going to, we did an interview with a special guest. A very special guest, uh, someone that I was very happy to reach out to and he reached right back out to me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, his name is
2: oh you want to give it away now oh it's gonna let it be a surprise
0: do we want it to be a surprise
2: yeah it's just, you guys can okay. wait one more week
0: <laughs> all I gotta there's a special mama's boy that I'm very close to what
2: That's, oh my god
0: Okay. and people know what I'm talking about if they know me
2: yep so <laughs> come back next week no sneak peek but next week's episode is a, a special episode so tune in for that check out our patreon Uh, I think I got it all. Thank you again, Matt, for being our first donor on Patreon. And uh, that's going to be it.
0: Yes. Thank you, everybody that listens to us. And hope everybody has a great week. And please check out our Patreon because there's a lot of stuff coming.
2: Yep. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Bye.
2: Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Megan Harris. Research is by John and Megan Harris.
0: Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher at Retro Club Pod, or visit our website at retroclubpod.com for episode information and more.
2: You can listen to the Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and more.
0: Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you.